bitches, I'm never told you they love you today. Then I love you because you're you. Who else do you gonna be, right, Dan? Absolutely. You can only do you. Now, I have a person that I admire so much on TikTok because guess what? He's taking care of his elder parent, his dad, and he lives, his dad lives with him. How many days a week for? We have him about four days a week, uh, sometimes more, depending on, you know, if he's had, a, he went through a medical procedure or some something where we don't want to put him through the, the switch. So we'll keep him for a little bit longer, but typically four days a week for between us, because we have two people doing it. And then three days a week with my other brother, who's doing it all alone. So let's talk about this and how it happened and Tell me about, you know, your father taking him in, the parents are divorced, all that kind of stuff. So let's talk about everything. Tell me the story. Well, uh, where would you like me to start? I can, my dad, um, after my parents divorced, my dad remarried and was remarried for, I think, over 20 years. And um, yeah, a long time. I mean, he had two wives, right? And um, I'm not surprised. He had my, my little brother, when he was my age. So I'm getting ready to wind down. I'm thinking, you know, uh, I'm getting tired, achy. Um, you know, so I, I can, I'm half the person I was 15 years ago. I don't go out. I'm a homebody. I'm, I'm, I'm going the other way. My dad was just starting a brand new life, at wow. a new baby. And he was just, that's the way he was. He's been a, you know, he's been a strong rock his entire life, more energy, more strength, natural strength. I mean, I used, when I was growing, I worked out, you know, I used weights and did all, my dad was just naturally um, powerful and uh, he had all the energy in the world. He didn't get sick. uh, And he lived that way well into his eighties. I mean, as an example, when, when we have first had to take my dad's car away and I'll, and I'll give you some more background, but I'll just give you an example. He lives about 10 miles away from where I was working at the time, my office and he went, his car was taken away. He, I got a call from my secretary about three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, your dad with dementia is here at the office. And I'm like, what? You know, and I'm thinking to myself, did somebody, did he, did he get lost? Did somebody pick him up and recognize, drive him to my office? What, you know, what the heck? And it turned out he just walked all the way down to one long street, the, our main street. He just walked all the way down to my office at like 85 years old. Oh my and God. He was still living on his own at that time. And and as things progressed and, uh, you know, we, we had to take his car away, obviously. And he was, we, we were still, you know, driving over, picking him up. He still had a, a decent level of independence, even though he, he couldn't drive. And then it just became uh, a question of when, and that mm-hmm. question was, when is he going to have to, when are we going to have to take action? And, you know, like everything else, we're not prepared for this. You know, we're not mm. making long-term plans like, all right, when he reaches this stage, Mark, we'll get this person involved and then we'll bring this person in. Well, you'll take care of this. I'll do that. He'll go. None of that. Right. So w- one day lo- we're going about our business and Mark and I had already been, um, you know, basically caring for him. We would pick him up at, at, at noon, take him to lunch, bring him back to one of our houses for basically the entire afternoon, drop him back off at five thirty or six. He would have the same 
thing he'd, he'd microwave every night, a healthy choice dinner. And he did that for a couple of years. We lived like that. You know, it was giving him maximum independence, probably a lot longer than we should have. But then one day as we're, we're going through that and he has, he's hurting, you know, he's, he's, he's moving his arm up and he's got a big bruise on his side and his hip. And I mean, big bruise, a person with, you know, is taking blood thinners, they bruise. And it's like, he did not remember how he sustained those injuries. We obviously knew he took a fall and that was it. That, that night um, that we, we had to, to make the decision right then and there with no time, uh, no ability to think about what we're going to do. And, and thank God, Mark had just gone through a, a divorce. He was on, hi, dad in the door. Dad, I'm, I'll, I'll be right with you. Um, and we had to make the call. Mark had the room and he took him in that night mm. uh, and, and he moved in with my brother that night. And it, it, and, and we live like that. He lived with my brother for about six months and none of us, I, at that point, you know, it was still foreign to me. Sure. I'd been dealing with my dad with dementia, but when you drop that problem off at his house at five o'clock and you don't have to deal with it again until you know, noon the next day, you, you don't really see what's going on behind the scenes. All you see is, you know, him at, at his best, right? So um, after six months, it was clear Mark was having problems. I mean, it was, you know, his mood was growing more suspect and his patience was waning faster and faster. <laughs> and, you know, it was difficult. And ultimately, my sister, who was living in Vermont, you know, they were worried about Mark. You, know, you have to worry about it. And so she said, Mark, you need a vacation. Come on out. And my dad came to stay with Danielle and I for that week. Right. And it was during the course of that week when we realized, obviously, there's no way Mark can do this by himself. It's just mm -hmm. not practical. It's not healthy for either one of them. So at that point, we decided to start doing the switch. We figured you know, there's two options, right? We could start doing the switch or you could go into memory care. And um, memory care is just not an option for us uh, even or even today at this point. It's not um, mm -hmm. while we can do what we're doing. And so we I had to go to Danielle and say, you know, what do you think? And, you know, it's, there was a lot of reluctance on both of our parts. Right. right. Um, it, it was a difficult thing. And it was there was COVID going on and and my son, it was just, just about to get sick and we, we, which we didn't know. And, but we, we decided to go for it and we did, we brought him in. And I will tell you those first couple of months uh, were, they, you know, they were beyond what we expected. It was difficult because yeah. you know, th there's a difference between a, a person who care gives, you know, goes in and, and, and works with someone for eight hours and goes home and it's, it's a stranger. They, they become close. A lot of times they, they become, but they don't have a 50 year history like I had with my dad. So when he came to live with me, our interaction patterns trace back, you know, to when I was a kid and that we've developed these patterns over many decades. And of course, I'm right. trying to communicate with him the way I always did, which is, you know, basically if you don't, you haven't watched our videos, our family can be loud and abrasive and, you know, <laughs> colorful. Um, and, you know, this is stubborn, True. all of those things. And uh, did I say loud? Let me say loud again. Just and, and it's both. It goes both ways. Well, Dan, I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think you, you understand where I'm coming from. I've seen enough of your videos that um, 
And, uh, it, it, you know, I, I, I that's not going to work. I, I'm not going to be able to reason with him the way I have in the past. I'm not going to be able to argue him down by over-talking him or him over-talking me or any of the other, you know, social tricks that we used in, in, in the past. It, it wasn't going to work that way. I wasn't going to convince him of anything. And so I had to learn, and Danielle had to learn, there's different ways to approach the issues that we face every day, showers, dressing, clothing, you know, the checkbook, the wallet, the bank. We, you can't just explain it to him in a logical manner and expect it to go away. Exactly. You have to. It's it very different. And it took time to learn that and months and months. And those were difficult months. I mean, there were times when Danielle got in the car and just drove away, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm yelling, I'm frustrated with my dad and, you know, she's frustrated with him. She's frustrated with me dealing with them. We're arguing about how to deal with them. It, it became mm -hmm. really, really hard. And thank God, like everything else, you know, we're human. We can adapt. We can learn. And that's exactly what we had to do. And then, of course, you know, we got really lucky and we were really fortunate with the when when he started going off, taking off on social media you know, that gave incentive to my wife and it, and it, and it, it, it helped in so many different ways, um, you know, making it so much more bearable for us. And uh, of course, my dad, I think it, you know, well, he, he doesn't understand necessarily what TikTok is or YouTube. He definitely understands that he's talking to people and he, he, uh, yeah, well, if you watch the videos, you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was your dad a doctor? Your dad was a doctor, right? My dad is a retired podiatrist. Um, he very, very important. The feet are very important. <laughs> a ab absolutely, feet are very important. If you if you saw the last video, he was talking to my son, and he, he had come in. And he, he, you know, he, Andrew works construction, so he's out. And his, you know, his boots are not indoor material, so he takes his boots off his his work boots off outside. My dad sees him in bare feet and he's, he was on him for five minutes. I mean, five minutes, you got to put some shoes on because he's seen what happens, you know, people yeah. get stung, they step on things, they get right, their right. feet infected, all of those things. And and my dad was you know, hell bent on, on, on making sure his, uh, that he was wearing shoes. It was kind of funny in that video because Andrew was holding a gun and We've never been a gun family. You know, I, I, I got my first gun when I moved into this house and I was on vacation and somebody tried to break in when my wife and kids were here, a group of people and scared the living Jesus out of us. So I, that was when I got my first gun. But Andrew grew up in a in a rural area with, you know, with friends that hunted and all things that were foreign to, to us. But Andrew acclimated and grew up in that. So he's got this rifle. And so that's not something that's typical, normal for my dad. And the reason I'm I'm going off on the stand is because it was just ironic. They knew my, my, my dad's stance and never put the guns there and is basically, oh, nice rifle. And then boom, right to his feet. But you've got bare feet. So there's this gun, this dangerous weapon that Andrew's holding. And we're not a gun family. My dad, no mention of the gun, right to the feet. Yeah, he's a provide. <laughs> he's a You know, Dan, if I could interject for one minute, I I really respect you because the last year of my mother's life, we took my mother into our house and it just was, you know, I'll never forget like the first 
the first day that we took her in and she poops over everything, you know, and I, and I'm having to clean her up and I'm going, God, this is what I'm going to look like at 85. You know what I mean? It just, I get it. I get it. That I is that, with you. you. You do. And that, that's funny that you mentioned that because I've never really had to deal with poop with my dad. He's thank God. But the very first day we got him, he had an accident and, you know, as God is my witness, that's the only accident he's had in two years wow. from that side. And so I've never had to deal with it. But the very first day I did, and just like you, I'm thinking, holy oh moly, my, I know. Oh my what God. did this, I get myself? Right. Am I, is this my future? Yeah, Am I exactly. Be doing this every my, day? Well, my mother lived for a year in our house and she had the best time of her life. Well, we had caregivers for her as well. We had a, uh, a company called, I forget what it's called, uh, something Angels. I forget what that's called. Anyway, they helped. She went to different classes. She really loved being a part of like groups, thank goodness, and that kind of thing. So Visiting Angels, that was the name of the place. Loved, I, I've, loved it. Yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm, it's so great that you had that resource and that that, that, that resource is out there um, for, for people because, you know, what would you have done without them, right? That, that's I was going out, I was like, oh my God, how am I? Because nobody wanted my mother. Like she had a brother and sister-in-law. They didn't want to take her. And my brother and her, did, excuse me, did not get along. So who else was going to take her? Me, the daughter. That's so, what happens. I know. And, and as a mother, that's true. Like if if my mom needed, chose, I would take her in a second, but most likely she'd end up going with my sister. Ah, okay. if, if, now, if, if it came to six, that, you've got six brothers and sisters. Wow. I have, I, I have four brothers and a sister. So there's six of us all together and they're all, you know, fairly within a two hours. So that's um, good. It's fairly localized and they all help out to the extent that they can, you know, they do right. whatever they can. Right. Your dad is a, is a character from the word go. And I love him. Everybody he, loves your dad. He is a character and my family is looking at it like we, you know, nobody gets it, right? We just can't understand his amazing runaway popularity. And I watch the videos and I kind of get it because, yeah. they, you know, they don't give you the context of his whole life. And, you know, my, my mom looked up, the interest, he was, was never very, you know, social like that. But my mom told me a story about him. We're, you know, we're trying to figure out what's making this guy so damn popular to so many different people. And I learned my, my mom's told me an interesting story that I didn't totally would never have pinned on my dad. And uh, because he was, you know, basically you know, ADHD, but so a little socially awkward, not doesn't always pick up the best, you know, social clues throughout his life. You know, he's just always been that way. And not, he's not very interested in that. He's not interested in what other people are interested in. He's, you know, very much goes his own way. So we're all shocked by this popularity. And then my mom tells me, you know, when he was younger, when, you know, he had, she, she gave me an example. He had a 30th birthday party. So mm. my mom must have been 25 years old. I mean, there, and there was 100 or so people. And it was a surprise party for him. And he showed up. At, they took him to the surprise party. And my mom said, you know, and he, he got up in front of 100 people without any time to prepare nothing. And he just like was on stage and he was performing and he, he said he went on for 20 or 30 minutes just talking and talking you know making stories little 
anecdotes about people in the audience and everyone was sitting like just shocked out of their mind. That's Ed, you know, the guy who makes, you know, kind of corny jokes at, you know, at the dinner table or a corny interaction with the waitress. You know, it was just so shocking that he and so something happens when he gets on a stage or has a camera put in his face. And with dementia, it still happens. Right. And, you know, most of, most of the viewers don't get it. I, I was talking to Mark yesterday. I said, did you see the live last night? He said, yeah, it's, it's just amazing the mm. way he he goes on. He changes when he's on camera. It is unfathomable. And Mark's saying, you know, we ought to have it studied. How, how do you have dementia? And you can't you know, necessarily remember who your children are, but you know that you have to act a certain way when the camera's on you. And well, my mother had aphasia, so she couldn't speak at the end of her life. That, you know, it's like what Bruce Willis has, where he yeah, can't speak anymore. That's the tragic part of where she knew who I was. And, you know, that's one thing. One, I'm grateful for that. She knew who we were, but she had aphasia where she couldn't speak. Yeah, that that's that 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 makes it so tough because yeah. you know I I'm limited by my dad's ability to to express himself and pull words out of his vocabulary right, right. to tell me what's going on, kind of like a baby. But at least he can do it, you know. Right, or right. I, I can question him and, and maybe get to the answer. And you know that's one of the most frustrating things when you want to help somebody but you really don't know what's wrong. If they can't express what's wrong, you can't help them. So I, I feel for you in that, that experience. Yeah, that was really sad. Difficult. And my dad also lived with me, but he, my dad was a wild kind of a guy. So, you know, he'd come live with us and then he'd leave. Then he'd live with us and then he'd leave. So, I, you know, I, I'm subject to knowing both my parents, you know, and took taking care of them. So I get it. So does your dad ever know who you are ever? Oh, yeah. My dad knows most of the time. You know, 95% of the time he knows exactly who I am. Now, you know, he might call me by a different name. That's, but that, that was, you know, that was something that happened even before he became ill. Um, so most of the time he knows who I am. I can tell when he can't, you know, or, and, and even when he can't, I think in his mind, he thinks, oh, that's a relative of some kind. It's either a cousin or right, a nephew right. or yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe something like that. He knows that I'm familiar, but you know, he may not remember my name or, you know, the order that I am in his family. Um, but that's not really been much of an issue for me because, uh, you know, I know he's going to, if it, when he's lapsing, I know it's going to come back to him in five minutes. And, and personally, it doesn't really bother me. You know, I'm going to do my job no matter what. Luckily I, I know him inside and out. I know how appreciative he is. I know he cares. I know his heart. So, mm -hmm. you know, even if it gets to the point where he doesn't, you know, overtly recognize me at, at first or, or you know, if, if it, even if it happens for longer periods, it's not going to really affect me as much. I will continue to interact with him the same way that I that I do now. So do you ever feel like that this might happen to you? Um, I get that question every day and, and I'll tell you, it, sure, it's possible. It's hereditary, but I don't think I'm going to live as long as him. I have had healthier, uh, less healthy habits throughout my <laughs> life. I live a different kind of life and um, you know, he ate healthy. He walked every day. He, you know, he has kind of this, he's almost immune from stress. And maybe one of the reasons he handles it well, I don't know, he, whatever it was growing up, he went through, you know, divorces and issues, death and all sorts of things, but he seems to handle it better than I do. So okay. I'll probably be gone long before I face the, you know, what, and hopefully there's medication if, if I get there. Right. Yeah. That, well, that is a, 
so I guess, well, we, we do about 25 minutes. So you got about six more minutes to talk about whatever you want to talk about your success. I'm thrilled that you're coming on because morning bitches has become like so many different types of, I have so many different types of people on this show from writers to gay, lesbian, trans people who have been sick, you know, people I've met on TikTok that I just have fallen in love with that have come on this. I'm so grateful for that. It just was like for me. I know you're gonna you're starting your podcast, right? Um, we are we, we we are doing we do lives um, on on TikTok and um, no. and 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 YouTube and and that's you know we haven't really thought about a podcast. I do a lot of this. You know, a lot of people we don't really talk about the caregiving aspect so much in our lives. It's more you know Danielle and I bickering and you know just dealing with our life. So um, <laughs> I'm doing more of these that are more specific to, you know, like yours is a little broader, you know, more of a bio- biographical uh, uh, interview. But, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll do like today at 430, I'm doing a podcast with someone who just, that's what they do. They're, they're professional caregivers and they're oh, helping people, you know, yeah. specifically related to, you know, how do you get, when they do this, what do you do? What's the best thing to do if they keep repeating? What's the best right. thing to do if they won't take a shower? Those kinds of things I'm right. doing on other people's podcasts. Um, you know, and not so much posting on my channel because my channel is pretty much about my life. And my dad just happens to be my life right now. But, you know, yeah, and you I watch- love that. I mean, everybody loves you and your dad and your family. I mean, you know, like it's like fabulous. It's just like you, me discovering. T- I have no idea why people like me. I have no concept of it. I know why people love you and your dad and your family and your wife. And I, I, Everybody loves all your brothers and, and all that. And my favorite thing was when you when your dad said, you know, I sold you sold your house, Dad. Where's my money? Where's my money? I that was my yeah. favorite, my favorite thing that you did that because my mother did the same thing, like she did something and she goes, Where's she was able to say, Where's my money? And I said, I have your money. <laughs> well that that's that, which is great. And if she trusts you, that's wonderful. And yeah. one of my favorite videos uh, uh, that I've done as that at the end, he's asking about his money in his house. And I tell him, dad, your, your, you can look in your wallet, your bank statement, your little receipt from the last time. And I, he, you know, he pulls it out and so you can see him looking at it and he sees that his, this house money is all sitting in there, right? In a lump. So he's looking at it and I said, did you see your balance? And he's like, yeah. Are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm okay with that. He, he saw <laughs> I love that in the car keys. Where's my car? We sold your car, Dad. But but where are my keys? I love that. <laughs> don't have keys because oh you don't God. have a car. Yeah, right. where are the keys? No, Dad, you don't drive. We don't drive. Oh drive. my God. Well, where are my keys? Was the bird? You know, the, the the chicken or the egg? What came first? Did you lose the keys or stop driving? We don't know. Well, yeah, and God bless your wife because it ain't easy. You know, my husband. He also took care of his mother as well. So, you know, when she was before we got married, when she was roaming the streets, he's looking for her, you know, and it's just not easy, you know, so it's it's just not. And God, God bless you for being willing, because a lot of people, you know, my mother said, don't put me in a home, you know, so we didn't put her in a home. But people just farm their people off to home sometimes. And that's very sad. Yeah. It's just not for us. We, you know, we had remained, I, I've you know seen my dad every day for you know, 10 years before he moved in. He was, he would visit us every single day. Not just, that's not just me. Mark, yeah. That's I can't. Oh, that's your son. She, she, they can't hear because I have the ear. That's oh. my wife, but 
I have ear pads in, so she can't hear you. Okay. Um, she's probably tiptoeing through. But yeah, my, my, you know, we had been seeing him every day for 10 days. It was just a home was not in the cards for him as if we, if we could, ha- if we could manage not. And, and, and I'm, I'm very so grateful that I, that we've done it and we managed to get through the tough times and we're, we're sticking it out. It really has been a worthwhile uh, a project and I have n- zero regrets. As, as I, I'm sure I you love have that. Regrets. So what I'm going to do is if there's anything that you want to say to anybody going through what you're going through, Now's the time to do a Dan Salinger. Did I pronounce your name right? You, you absolutely perfect. Um, if you can do it, do it. You're you're going to be imperfect. Um, do not feel guilty when you mess up. I mess up. I lose it multiple times a day, um, and I and I usually <laughs> suffer from guilt when when that happened. But you do the best you can. They're better off with you if you can manage to take care of them given all of your faults, flaws, and lapses during the day, they're in a better place, right? It's just like being a parent. Nobody's a perfect parent, but the kids are better with their parents than, you know, with strangers or mm-hmm. anywhere else. So if you can do it, do it. It's hard. Don't get down on yourself. Do the best you can. And if you can't do it, you can't do it. You know, don't don't feel guilty. If you can't take care of it physically, emotionally, if it, it, it can be overwhelming and that can be impossible, if you have to, you got to live yourself. You can't take care of anybody from a mental institution. So take That's care of yourself. If you can do it, do it. If you can't, you can't. And don't get down there. Visit as much as you can. If, you're, if your parent is in a, a place, visit them every day. Visit them twice a day if you can. That's That would be my advice. Oh, well, Dan Salinger, if nobody told you they love you today, I love you because you're you. Thank you for coming on the Morning Bitches podcast. Say hi to your dad. He doesn't even know who I am anyway, but he's a doll and so are you. I will. Thank you so much for having me. Bye.